Angie's List is now Angie, and we've heard a lot of theories about why. I thought it was an eco-move. Fewer words, less paper. No, it was so you could say it faster. No, it's to be more iconic. Must be a tech thing. But those aren't quite right. It's because now you can compare upfront prices, book a service instantly, and even get your project handled from start to finish. Sounds easy. It is, and it makes us so much more than just a list. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I. Or download the app today. This is The Vault by Access Hollywood. We're taking you on an epic journey into the heart of Hollywood with iconic interviews and fascinating conversations from the biggest stars in the business. The Vault opens now. Aw, shoot. Welcome back to the podcast. This is The Vault by Access Hollywood, and we're about to press play on some throwback clips. I'm Scott Evans. And I am Zuri Hall. Okay, so today... It's a very special day. It's a very special time of the year. Mm. You know, there's a there's a there's a celebration in the air. And no, it's not just the holiday season. It's my birthday. It's his birthday. It's Happy my birthday. birthday. Uh, uh, How uh. old are you? Oh, okay. not important. Not important. <laughs> uh, this none of this matters as much as Mariah Carey. <laughs> because that's what we're really excited about, right? I mean, yes. the, regardless of whether you started in November or July right? Mariah Carey is hands down the queen of the holiday season. Would you agree? Oh, for sure. She gave us the iconic Christmas song. All I want for Christmas. Are you kidding me? That still bangs today. That's what, at least 25 years old at this point? 72 years old. 72. It's 84 years ago that song came out. Yeah, 106 years ago. That song hit the airwaves. I think it was 1725, the first time. (laughs) (laughs) Someone heard <laughs> for Christmas. Nah, but then don't be like, don't get Mariah mad. She'd be like, so y'all calling me old? Y'all what trying to say saying? I'm old? <laughs> no, ma'am. No, ma'am. We are saying this is a classic. What we're saying is that you were you were ahead of your time. You yes, were you ahead were. of your yes, time. You and were. also right on time. <laughs> yes. Do you have, before we get into the clips, mm-hmm. do you have a favorite Mariah Carey moment. Have you ever met her, interviewed her? Oh my God. I interviewed Mariah Carey three, maybe four times in one month, which is a lot of times to interview anybody, just to be clear. By the third time, I was like, what do I ask? I don't know. Hey, baby, how you doing? Hey, what's going on? So I had a really amazing month of interviewing her uh, because she was launching a docu-series on the network that I was working at. And... uh, Oh, she, this was that Eid follow doc. Remember the docuseries, uh, The World of Mimi or The World of Mariah, whatever it was, she yeah. was just, she was opening up her life and just like kind of putting it all out there. And so we were getting these really amazing exclusives. And there are two times that, that stick out to me, but the one that I will never forget, I love telling the story. I got a last minute call. It was Halloween, actually. I was about to go to a Halloween party. It might've been a few days before the holiday. And I got a call that day of the party. Mm-hmm. And they were like, hey, we know it's a Saturday um, and you're not supposed to be working right now, but can you interview Mariah Carey in like three hours? And I, I'm already like cute, ready to go for my little Halloween party. Like I'm masked up. It's time to go turn up. It's Mariah Carey though. Right. So I was like, okay, well, I gotta go to this party, but, and they're like, oh, it'll be so fast. It'll be so fast. You're just going to go to Mariah's house. Um, you're going to knock it out. It's an exclusive. And then you just get out of there. Just get out of there. 
Just get out I of it. <laughs> so I said, okay, cool. So I dressed up. I have my little outfit on my costume. Now, hold on, wait. Was this your first time ever interviewing That's her? That's what I'm trying to remember. And I think it was. Because you would have you would have known if it if it wasn't your first time, you would have known there is no real there quick. Ain't no in and out. <laughs> That's probably why they called me because they knew, oh, she's never interviewed her before. So we can get her to do this on her day off and not realize she's about to give the whole day away. Her whole day. And I was like, it's me, me. I've never interviewed her before. Little did I know, we we developed a wonderful interview friendship after mm-hmm. this. But um, so I was like, I'll do it. So I drove out to the middle of to this amazing neighborhood, and there was like one gate, the next gate, the there were like seven gates just to mm-hmm. get in. And Mariah's house was like the house at the top of all the hills. And I get in there, and I'm like, holy crap! Like this is amazing. This house is beautiful. There's no Mariah in sight. I shouldn't know that. <laughs> Oh no. <laughs> no, it was amazing. But right, you so, got like there's probably like towels, like drapes bro. covering the furniture. Like no one has been here for no, years. Right. And yeah, she's like lived there for like the last like, 20 years. <laughs> um so it was a beautiful home. They were having a Halloween party that day, actually. So, you know, they're setting up, people are running around, but no Mariah, no Mariah. So they're like, oh, you can just have a seat on the stairs. There's these two, this set of cascading stairs on either side. Very Mariah. And so Grand. I go, We're talking drama when you first walk in. Opulent. Just yeah. chandeliers and marble. Just beautiful. Um, and so I sit on the stairs. And I'm like, okay, well, I'm sitting on the stairs. So clearly, this is only going to be a few minutes. Let me just pop a squat. So the twins are running around, right? So they're crawling over me and going up and down. And Rocking like, and rolling. to my mom? Yes. So I was like, this is so surreal already. And I haven't even met Mariah. So they're doing their thing and they're running in and out, setting up for the Halloween party. And five minutes turns into 20 minutes. Oh no. Turns into 30 minutes. And they were like, oh, Mariah should be here soon. Da-da-da-da-da. And I'm like, oh, she might not even be here. Like maybe she's coming from like up the street or maybe she had like a session or she's probably somewhere else. She hasn't even, she's not even at the house. Right. So I'm chilling. 30 turns into 45. I want to say an hour. I can't say for sure. It might have felt longer in my life because I was sitting on this one like marble step. For <laughs> <laughs> Ma'am, can I offer you a refreshment? Can I, can I offer you a, a pig in a blanket? A pig in a blanket, something. Right. I'll take a jack-o'-lantern cookie, please. Can right. I have some of the Halloween hors d'oeuvres? Um, and maybe an hour in, I hear the door swing open from above me. This is the most Mariah story ever which is why i loved every minute anybody else i would have been pissed oh i would have been right. hot by now the door swings open and i'm like who's up there because i could have sworn nobody was up there mariah glides out of the door glides glides down the stairs says something to the effect of have you been waiting long i was like no 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 we're here. We're right <laughs> i just right got here girl. You girl girl i was worried that i was gonna be late i need to do it and she glides down the stairs. And when I tell you, it didn't matter how long I'd been on that step, something about the Mariah of it all. Like, yes, of course, I sat on a step for an hour to wait for Mariah Carey <laughs> to come out of the bedroom that was literally five <laughs> steps away. Well, I thought she was in a whole different zip code this right. whole time. She was in her room living her best life. Kicking it. Until she was Kicking ready to it. go downstairs. But I will say, once she got downstairs, we had the best interview. We totally hit it off. She was so sweet and funny. And she kept whacking me with her little devil stick. She had, a, she. I think she took my devil stickers out of costume, and she was whacking me. She was dressed up, um, and we had a really good conversation. And she was awesome. And then we ended up, you know, probably talking to each other another two or three times. So for each time I talk to her, I have a Mariah moment like that. Mm-hmm. It sounds like you two have had the Mariah Carey 
experience. Okay. And let me just, let me first just say, I know about the entrance because it's like everything you were thinking before she walked in the room, Mm -hmm. you no longer care about because here she is. Right. And she's a great interview. She is Mm -hmm. so much fun and she gets it. So she offers you something. She plays with you. Mm -hmm. Um, So it's great. My first time interviewing her. Okay. Anyone who's ever been on a uh, an interview set, you know that it can take hours for mm-hmm. our crew to set up this beautiful the shot. shot the, the lighting. The lighting. The, Ooh, Mimi the not room. about to switch the lighting up on you, is she? So Did you, you switch know, up the angles? It's just, it's beautiful. The, like they, there's, there is, there are uh, plants and accoutrement uh-huh. and all kinds of stuff in this room. It is beautiful. So... We're, we've now been waiting maybe 30 minutes, mm-hmm. right? And uh, uh, Mariah's lighting director comes into the room and he's like, yeah, this isn't going to work. And we're uh-huh. like, what? What's not going to work? He was like, yeah, Mariah wants to stand, so we're going to lift the lights up. Now, mm-hmm. you can't just lift, lift. Yeah. lights up and then there it's everything is still the same. Mm-hmm. So they had this whole conversation. We uh, uh, Mariah peeks in the room and she goes, hey, y'all. <laughs> like she ain't the reason for all this, right. all this hey y'all <laughs> and then like keeps walking like she's yeah. in the wrong place yeah. so our crew uh, fixes the lights as best they can and as they're trying to fix the lights she walks into room kind of like shimmying uh-huh. she's wearing this gold like sequins a dress that has literally been poured on her right. body she as can't she does, sit down. So, yeah, ain't no way it's happening. She can't sit down in that. In that, right. she as she walks over to me, I'm like, "Are we rolling? Are we rolling?" She goes, "Scott, darling, uh-huh. don't and, you love when she hits you with the darling?" Scott, darling, uh-huh. have you been waiting on me? And I was like, "Nah, girl, get on over right. here. Let me see that ring." Talk about it. That's when she was engaged to the billionaire, yes, for sure. and we hadn't seen that big rock, massive yet. rock. Yes, I love um, it. We just spent like half of the episode just listen. You just gotta get you glory. gotta get the story out. Okay, so you glory, know glory. by now, Mariah Carey mm-hmm. is the bomb. I mean, she is pop star. She is holiday phenomenon. Uh, remember that she is also a Grammy Award winning singer, songwriter, and actress. Do you remember her in, was it Precious? Oh, right. The transformation too was impressive. She did her thing. Okay, so 1990 was really the year for her though. It was the album, it was the singles, the charts were never really the same. She had hits like We Belong Together, Always Be My Baby, Mm. Heartbreaker, and All I Want for Christmas. Now, question for you real quick. Mm -hmm. Do you listen to All I Want for Christmas outside of the holiday time? I mean, if it's on, I'm about to it. Like it's it's a year round mm. vibe, to mm. be clear. But I also like mm. watch Christmas in July on the Hallmark Channel. What? So I'm just like a crazy like, person. Um, I feel like the song is such a dope vibe in the sense of you have Christmas songs and they sound super Christmassy. And yes, they're like the bells and the whistles and the jingle jangles or whatever on the track. But it was still very R&B, R&B popish and very, very Mariah. So Mm -hmm. I just feel like it's one of those few uh, Christmas songs, not unlike Let It Snow by Boys to Men. Okay. That I can catch a vibe with. At any time. Am I putting it on in the morning to get my day going in the middle of August? No. But if it's on, I'm not going to be like, putting on. Yeah. You're going to put on some ornament earrings and rock out. I got you. It was the emancipation of Mimi that transitioned to like almost like 
her hip hop features that really yes. that really got me. And then she had all of the rappers back to back to back on all of those amazing singles for the longest. Um, I love that phase, but I just, I loved her music from day one. And I love how she's evolved with the times, mm-hmm. how whatever, you know, relevant or um, new artist to the scene popped up, she was there. She found a way to work with them and create with them. And I think that's also been key to her longevity too. Like, she's not like, well, this is what I do and this is what we've done and this is what we're always going to do because right. this is Mariah and that's that. She's not afraid to evolve. And I actually want to talk about an interview that Access did with her back in September of 2002. Now, at this point, Mariah had already made it big. She's a massive star. People know her name. They love her, obviously. But the part of the interview that really jumped out to me was her talking about how determined she was at a really young age to succeed. Because throughout her entire career, she hadn't lost sight of who she was or where she comes from. And when we see her in all of her fabulousness, it's easy to forget that Mariah came from nothing. And she Mm -hmm. is very open about that. Um, And it took a lot of grit and determination to get where where she is now. So listen to this and then we'll talk about it. I mean, I started as a demo singer as like 14. And I was, I grew up without money. You know, I grew up having to kind of, I had this intense determination and drive to make it, to kind of come and overcome the obstacles that I was presented with, you know what I mean? Being interracial, being poor, feeling different, feeling inadequate. And so then I just got, you know, when everything happened for me and I became famous or whatever you want to call it, and I started working really hard, nonstop, an album a year, promotion. It's very draining and people don't realize it because they see you on TV and you're like, yay, here's my new record, this is this, you know, but that requires, you know, it requires a lot to do that 20 times in a row in every country in the world. I look at all these kids, like on American Island things, they're always, you know, referencing Mariah Carey. Always the judges say, you're trying to be Mariah Carey, Mariah Carey. Your name is invoked more than anyone else's in these things. Also, the, you know, some of the kids who've made it, some of the Ashley Simpsons and some of those things. Do you look at them and say, you know, I need to beat them, compete with them, because you're not 21 or 18 anymore, right? 12. You and I are the same I'm, age. I'm 12 eternally. I don't know about you. I'm always 12. <laughs> but do you feel like that kind of heat from the youngers? No, I don't, because honestly, I don't, I don't look at myself in that way. I'm an artist, I make music, I love making music. I grew up as a broke kid, we just, all I had was a dream, and I was like, let me get out of this kind of situation that I'm in, the way I grew up and and the difficulties that I had. I didn't have a TV show to go on to, to make it, you know what I mean? I had a lot of great lucky breaks and God was with me but it's just a different thing like I know what it is to not have stuff and I know that music is an incredible blessing so it's not about yes sometimes we all get caught up in competitive moments and that can cloud judgment and and you can make you know errors but the thing is to be centered and to be really true to the fact that like I've been given a gift and I can do bigger things with it you know than just sing a little ditty I love how also down to earth she is, right? Which is like, it's an interesting juxtaposition because she's known for such glamour and all of the darlings and the over the top of it all, right. which is awesome. And then yet at the core, really, which is what surprised me with that slew of interviews back to back to back, I'm like, Mariah seems chill as hell just down. So I, I love that about her. And it was also interesting to know just how things have changed, right? That rise to stardom, how she was like, you know, I basically had to hustle in the old school way. Nowadays, 
it doesn't mean you're hustling less or, or that you're not working your butt off, but reality TV, it is like a really quick way to fame. Sometimes it's a, it's a different path. Um, the internet, you can upload on, you know, all these platforms yourself. If you've got a microphone in a closet, mm-hmm. you can knock it out and give it to the world within an hour. Um, but back when she was coming up and coming into her own, that wasn't the grind. And so it took so much hustle just to get the breakthrough, just to be seen, let alone to promote it enough to, to pop. The music industry hit different back then, right? Mm-hmm. It was like you had you in order to really get your music out there, you had to get on the radio, you had to yeah. get on TRL, you had to get on 106 and Park, you had to get on all you had to your music had to be played in movies. Like it was in order to really hit. Yeah. Instagram was not a thing. Yep. Facebook was yep. not a thing. SoundCloud was not a it thing. Wasn't even a thing. But it was interesting hearing her talk about, you know, she just released this memoir this year. And did this major interview with Oprah where she talked about being young and being uh, uh, coming up in this industry, hitting it big quickly and mm-hmm. facing this moment with her family where she was, I think she described it as being an ATM with a wig on, mm-hmm. right? And how she had to really figure out how to, you know, you, you mentioned she has been someone who's known who she is for a long time, but how she had to reinvent herself time and time again so that she stays relevant forever forever you know it's it's funny because when you think about the holidays even even past christmas she has stayed associated with new year's eve Mm -hmm. think back to 2005 Mm -hmm. major performance for her we uh access actually had an opportunity to sit down with her right before she hit the stage to talk about the performance and the massive year she was having. Listen to this. You all ready to sing tonight in Times Square? I'm very excited to perform in Times Square tonight. I've always watched the ball like as a kid growing up, but I've never actually been there to in Times Square to see it happen. So to be performing tonight is going to be really cool, especially, you know, Dick Clark is such a legend and I just adore him and it's going to be fun with Ryan Seacrest and everything. So it should be really, really cool. And just being out there with the real people, being a New Yorker, I haven't been here all year. I've been traveling and working, so I think it's going to be a really nice moment. But you're out there. You're out there with the people. Out there with the people is very me. I do things that a lot of other celebrities are like, what are you doing? Like, why do you go and do these in-store appearances and things that you don't necessarily really have to do at this point? And I really feel that it's important to stay in touch with your fans, your true fans and people that have been affected by your music. And especially here, you know, in the center of, you know, New York, where I grew up to be here on New Year's Eve to share my songs from, um, you know, a lot of songs, but particularly from The Emancipation of Mimi, which has been such a big thing for me this year with my hometown on New Year's Eve is fabulous. Let's talk about 2005, because it's been a really, it's been the year of Mariah Carey, uh, 2005, (laughs) I'd have to say, with the new album. Or we could say the year of Mimi, if we like. No, it's been a blessed year, it really has, and, um, you know, it's it's really hard for me to put into words because a lot of people are saying, oh, don't you feel like this should be the, you know, the revenge of Mariah should have been instead of the emancipation of Mimi? And it's like, no, you know, this is about the real person inside here who is also an artist and happens to express myself through my work as a songwriter, a producer, and a singer. So being able to put out a record 
with a company um, behind me that isn't trying to put me somewhere I'm not musically has been an amazing thing. And to see that flourish was just so incredible and is incredible just even to be celebrating Christmas with my 17th number one. I was like, I can't believe this. It's the best gift ever. What was your initial reaction when, when you first heard it, you were going to have the number one album in 2005? Well, I didn't hear about the number one album of 2005 being Emancipation of Mimi until like three days ago or something. And I think it was just like down to the wire. And um, it was an amazing thing because truly, I, I truly believe for anybody out there, no matter what it is, if you have faith and you believe in something and you work really hard, you know, you can achieve it. And, you, and you know, it's just about really literally a relationship with God and, and being um, faithful and not giving up hope. Achieving a gorgeous grin from home isn't a total mystery with Bite Clear Aligners. Just don't be surprised if all of your sleuthing friends start asking, what's your secret? Begin by ordering your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95. Bite Clear Aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces. Plus, they offer flexible financing, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot com. Start your confidence journey today with Byte. It's cool. I What I love about The Vault is hearing these moments you've never, ever heard before. And in a lot of ways, they confirm the things that you've thought about your favorite celebrities. Yeah. And in other ways, they show you things you never really imagined you know about people right. right because it's sometimes it's things that makes our that make our interviews sometimes it's things that don't but to hear her talking about the emancipation of Mimi and like it, it was this was an effort for her to really solidify to really um cement herself in history mm -hmm. as a singer and a songwriter no mm -hmm. matter what the record label wanted to do she was like no this is the vision for the the, right, the album right. here's the kind of music i want to work i want to i want to create and she talked about i think that being her 17th number one she's mm -hmm. had i think about 19 she's Ooh. released like s over 70 singles yeah, which honestly, she stays with the hits. And when you hear uh, artists who come out these days, everyone, many, many top 40 artists, especially, have just been touched by Mariah. You hear her in their music. Did you just mouth like, Ariana Grande? To me? I did, did you not, just mouth? Did you just mouth Ariana you Grande? You said it aloud. You better. Did you just mouth? You just mouthed Ariana Grande. Everybody, Zuri Hall. I don't know I how you not, did it you while guys, you were saying. You were like, there are so many artists, Ariana Grande, that have that have used or been inspired <laughs> by four, top 40 Ariana Grande. You just did it to me. How no, did you do I that? You are, well, first of all, Scott said it. However, it's not a bad thing. Yes. So clearly Mariah is influential. Her music lives on and it's like pick a decade, any decade. She got 90s Mariah, double O's. You got 2010 Mariah. Now we yeah. got 2020 Mariah. Um, well, we're winding things down with, with our Mariah moments. Um, and it's almost time, almost time to close the vault, but we're not going to let you go, uh, just yet. Cause you guys know what we got to talk about. You, come on. We cannot it's talk December. about it. December. The holiday season for me officially begins December 1st. Yeah. Before Thanksgiving, it's a little too soon for me. Like don't bring out the lights and the Christmas trees and the garland and stuff. Yes. Fair. Technically I do have friends who had Christmas decorations up after Halloween, I think day after, so November no. 1st. That's a bit much for me, but I, I'm a big advocate for Christmas decor up 
on Thanksgiving Day or like a couple days before. What? It's all it's kind of like one season, right? Like if you're gonna do it, you might as well get more bang for your buck. If you're gonna put in the effort, let it live a little longer, you know. Okay. There is a study that says people who put up the Christmas, the holiday um ornaments and stuff, the yeah. the, the decorations, the earlier they put they them up, usually they, well, they not only live longer, but they're happier people. <laughs> no, seriously. <laughs> They live longer and they're happier people. I guess I that says something about me. Are you just miserable? I guess I'm just dying a slow death, Scott. I I guess so because if you I bring that putting up fake tree mess around here, what before today? Do you do a real tree? Are a you real that? tree. Yeah, I get the Charlie Brown Christmas tree though. Just kind of like lean into the left, a little sad, a little sad. Whoa. A tear of a tree. Um, no, I just do my little artificial tree. I pop out those branches, color code, blue on blue, yellow on yellow, orange on orange. I got a tree in five minutes, baby. Let's go. <laughs> <laughs> Merry Christmas. Happy New Year. Happy We're Kwanzaa. learning so much about each other. We've known each other for years <laughs> and this podcast. We are learning really so much. Leveling up in the friendship here. Speaking of the holidays, we got to talk about all I want for Christmas is you. Uh, that was the lead single from Mariah Carey's 1994 album called Merry Christmas. Merry Very Christmas. fitting. <laughs> and it has just been a sensation ever since. Every year, this is one of the classics. Access sat down with Mariah in 2013, almost 20 years after the song was originally released. Listen to what she had to say about it. It's been almost 20 years. All I want for Christmas. Oh, we can't say almost anything. It's, it's been, been since it's been, but I wrote the song All I Want for Christmas. Yes, and you need to remind people that because the kids out there have to be re-educated well, Even sometimes. the adults have no idea. Like, a lot of them are like, that never heard of me, and then they heard the song All I Want For Christmas, they thought it was an older song, like from the 1950s or something, that I just remade. But when I wrote and worked on my first Christmas album, which I was like, are you sure? It's pretty early in my career to be doing a Christmas album. And everybody was like, yes, it'll be great, la la la. But never did I expect this song to do what it's done. And just because I love Christmas, you kind of, the secret, they're like, what's the secret with the holiday? Yeah. And I was like, well, I love Christmas more than anyone and I could have been an elf in another life. Well, that's an interesting <laughs> quote to take away from it. I'm sorry. <laughs> I was just watching Elf with Will Ferrell. I watched movies like that to get into the Christmas spirit. That's one of my favorite. You know you got to have that no, holiday you have Christmas. To. You know, the 30, Miracle on 34th Street. and the whole, You've got cheesy, things. you've got funny, you've got giving. You've got, but here's the thing about this particular song. It, I mean, it's been in, you know, obviously in love, actually. Like, we've seen it everywhere. It's the one song that seems to get played everywhere and everyone likes and I guess it's because it is so happy is it crazy it to think so about that? happy here's the thing when I wrote the song I was sitting there I'd never written a Christmas song before I've been writing songs my whole life but I am like I said I'm a huge Christmas fanatic so I, I love Christmas and clearly people have seen this and as I was writing I was just like okay as a little kid what did I really want what did I always do I wished for snow I wanted you know I thought about the reindeer I every day like the 12 days of Christmas which is what we've been doing here um, with giving back and so when people ask me about the song and so many people have covered the song now it's like all I want for Christmas is you was my little attempt at just like this is me as a kid sort of and I was pretty much still yeah. a kid um, to have written that song just just saying any old thing, and it's so kitsch, but it's like fun. It's, it's fun. just, it is what it is. It's, and it's, it's festivity. Two takeaways. What? One, Mariah wanted to be an elf in another life. I, it fits. I get it. Only because, like, 
butterflies, right? Like she's into the butterflies. She's got the lamely fairy vibes. So this is very on brand. The la- oh, her fans. The lamb. I was like the, the lamely. The lamely. Her little baby lambs. The fans. Shout out to the lamely. For sure. Uh, question. Yes. Did you not freak out when she said, I'm at home getting into the Christmas spirit, watching Elf, Will Ferrell is just, I mean, do you not picture Mariah Carey in like pink silk drenched in diamonds and Mm. furry footies watching Elf in a bathtub? Right in a bath. Oh, I was envisioning it on like a chase lounge, uh, but 100% bathtub. At Mariah Carey's house. Has to be amazing. Well, it if it's anything like Halloween, it's going to take her a minute. <laughs> to get for the that's, another, <laughs> that's the question we didn't ask. Let's go back to this house you were at, this mm. this Halloween party you were at. <laughs> Who else was there? What else was going on? Did you um, see a lot any of people of the were there. Stuff? Nick was going in and out. Nick Cannon. At this point, they were co-parenting, which um, they're so healthy with that. And it was just really good vibes. He was DJing. You know, Nick loves music and, and does that. So he was like carrying in his DJ set, going in and out while the twins were running around. You know, friends were starting to trickle in slowly. But I was there both before the party jumped off, right? So this is just really the house, the home, the family right. in their element before everybody- she's like a over. night owl, right? Like she does everything- yeah, I think she's like- Late, up, late, late. Up, up, up. Yeah. You know, um, I've, I have heard that she and Brian Tanaka mm-hmm. are back. Together? Yeah. Same. I'm think, into it. I think maybe. Yeah, I like it. If she loves it, wait, if she likes it, I love it. She yeah. probably loves it, all things considered. He just seems um, like maybe he's good to her. Yeah, and, and just maybe for, for her, her. I think exactly for like is really the operative word there. Mm-hmm. So it doesn't surprise me that they might have found their way back to one another if that is the the energy that he provides in her life because she's got a big life, a lot going on. What I'm about to say is so tacky. Do do it. Be be tacky. How much money do you think she gets paid for every year for All I Want for Christmas? Oh, that's not tacky. That's a great question. Well, I just want you to know if I were on a date with Mariah Carey, I would pay for everything. Well, darling, it depends on where she wants you to take her because I'm going I'm to max out on that budget quick. No, I can take I'm Mariah talking- to in and out yeah that's what i mean if i'm picking the date it's somewhere i can afford (laughs) we're not going to roots chris we we uh -uh. now what's sizzler doing we can go to roots or chris but you can't get you can't do both (laughs) you gotta pick one or the other so what's the special i got a holiday special (laughs) where you can eat all you want Mm -hmm. come Mm -hmm. on with the steak and potatoes oh my god so i just it i I, I, I'm mostly kidding, but I am, I think, rooting for her to find happiness, you know, yes. whether it is or isn't with a partner. I remember reading the headlines where she was talking about when she was really, I think, for the first time talking about her bipolar diagnosis. And, mm-hmm. you know, I think about this woman who has given so much of herself through her art and inspired, like like you were talking about earlier, so many people to pursue music as a career or to pursue mm-hmm. their dream because this woman who came from really like nothing yeah. to, in her own words to become one of the biggest stars on the planet. Like I just, you just root for her. Absolutely. You, you root do. for her. Absolutely. You do. And she has been so consistent with 
with the energy, with the music, uh, with her personality, like what she's willing to give. You know, you said earlier that she she plays ball. Like she knows what you want in that interview. She's willing to give you the sound bites. She's willing to send out the manager to make sure you you caught that that Did little you? bit of something something that she was trying to give you. Run that. Keep that in there. I I love that. I love that about her, and I just love her music. I love even when she makes you wait. And I'm not even talking about you know on the staircase <laughs> in general there is something about um the mystique of mariah carey at this point to where it all just sort of feeds into to this brand she's built this aura this personality and then beneath all of that like i said you do get um something really cool and relatable which is a girl who came from nothing mm-hmm. worked her butt off made it happen for herself and at her core that is very much who is still on those chase lounges in those champagne bubble baths Mm -hmm. in that satin in that silk and those diamonds um and that's inspirational you know Mm -hmm. that's aspirational to get to that level and still remember where you you, came from if you have not checked out her memoir uh, i believe it's called Mm -hmm. the meaning the meaning of mariah carey Mm -hmm. definitely pick that up it is one of it is, I mean, it's a fascinating read. She's been in this yeah. industry for a very long time. We're going to let y'all go look that up, y'all. That is it. We're closing the vault for this episode. You're getting really good at that, Scott. Thank really you. Really good at that. Also, um, if you hit us on Instagram, tell us what you think. Who do you want to yeah. hear more about? Who are what, you interested who we in? open the vault for? Yeah. On? Like, because we've talked to everybody. So many people. Yeah. But don't say like TikTok people, because we haven't talked to them yet. <laughs> I mean, some of them. Uh, well, TikTok just came out 13 seconds ago. So if we open in the vault, we're mostly just signing out it's not, TikTok accounts that we just signed up for. Exactly. We're not we're even opening vault. a vault. We're like... Putting in a passcode. Yeah. Swiping up. <laughs> Swiping, Swiping up. up. <laughs> <laughs> we just, oh, God. Can you imagine the vault is like talking to Viners? Back in the day. I mean, Jay Versace. Vine. I think I've got a couple of interviews with Jay Versace. Do you? Yeah. He's making magic now on Instagram. Instagram. They switched platforms. Girl, it's gone. They had to. Okay, bye. <laughs> Love y'all. Bye. <laughs> Make sure you guys subscribe for more. You can find us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, wherever you get your podcasts. We will see you next week on The Vault. The Vault by Access Hollywood is hosted by Scott Evans and Zuri Hall, produced by Access Hollywood Digital's Jenny Depper and Rebecca Zamer, and Digital Media Management's Grant Rutter, Audrey Povar, and Ryan Middledorf, and Trey Boudet. Join us next week when we open up that vault again for more iconic celebrity interviews and all things entertainment. Rate, subscribe, and share.